It's it's kicking in. It's loading. Here we go. We are now live on Monday night, public holiday. Welcome to the Big Footy Tiger Cast, everybody. Thanks for for joining us. As you can see, there are only three cameras on tonight. JC is out at a, a family do, so he'll be back with us next week. But um, yeah, so he's stuck with the three of us. But uh, no, we, we need to re- we need to review the contract again, there, mate, because. Um... I don't know, family priorities over the show. I think we need to think long and hard about this bloke. He's changed. <laughs> yeah, he's changed. No, it's, it's all right. We, we can't always all be on. But uh, you can see there's one person missing from shot. I'll, I want to see <laughs> if he explains why he's not here when he gets back. We won't throw him under the bus just yet. But how are you, CB? How's, how's the long weekend for you? Very good. I'm wearing the um, Trelgan colours um, tonight. So obviously we had a little bit of rain for over the last few days and um, we were lucky. Like personally, was okay. We weren't affected. We're at the right end of town, I guess, but um, hell of a lot of people affected. And um, in general, anyone who was affected by the wild weather from last week, um, thoughts are with you and hope you're doing okay. So yeah. it was a pretty, pretty tough uh, few days for a lot of people. Uh, it's a very good call. And I mean, there was just some absolutely devastating pictures going across the news. So our hearts go out to everyone who, who was affected. Um, but just know that there is a, a community behind you rallying and obviously we'll all do whatever we can to, to help get everyone back on their feet. But yeah, it wasn't nice. Mate, no shit. I was on a, I was on a Zoom call. So I was on a, on a Microsoft Teams meeting, right? Ugh. And I sort of explained, I said, look, we've had a lot of rain overnight and um, there's a lot of stuff going on in town. And it's one of those ones where people go, oh... Yeah, they think you're full of shit, right? And then they sort of humour you and go, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's bad. By that night, mate, once they saw the news, the phone was ringing off the hook. Everyone's going, oh, my God, are you okay? We're like, yeah, I told yeah. you it was pretty decent. but um, Yeah, it's been been crazy. How uh, are we, Good, yourself? Yeah, lovely. See, see, chat how they just ignore me. I'm like the invisible person. Well, uh, we left it, we left it open ended as to why you weren't sitting in front of your camera when we went live. So if you want to explain why you can, or you can yeah. just make up something different. Look, with the, nah, with the audience, I'm always honest, right? But first, I've got to say, CB, you're looking absolutely amazing today, mate. I think Thank with you, the rains that you, mate, with the rains that you've had, you've had your yearly shower, and it's fantastic to see, mate. You're absolutely glowing. It was a bath, not a shower. It was a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. No, what it is, my wife. My wife's a beautiful cook. I'm very blessed, right? And to the ladies, I I, I cook as well, so it's not just her role. But she's a great cook, right? I, I really really lucked out. But she's got this beautiful dish she does. It's chicken with cream and pepper, herbs, spices, and a um like a cheese. And so it's fucking amazing, right? It's one of my favourite dishes. But anyway, it didn't start till probably two years. I think I'm becoming lactose intolerant because after I eat it, I've got to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Never never before, but now that maybe the cream, the sauce, it's it's getting to me. But, um, yeah, I hope everyone's well. Bobby, good to see you, mate. How are you, brother? Uh, good to see uh, all the people in the chat saying good day. We love you all. Thanks for your participation. Good to see the Richmond journey getting stuck in the CB straight off the bat. Uh, and yes, oh, and is, is, Lee, is Lee on? Is Leon? I just want to pass a message to him, mate. Ignore the um, that Port Adelaide troll, mate. He wouldn't oh, want okay. to come down to Melbourne. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, I don't think Lee is on tonight. I think she's going to watch it uh, another time. But yeah, good to see Tiggs had a shave. I'm not sure you have CB. I definitely haven't. It's getting a little bit long. But I've been receiving a lot of popular feedback. You know, sexy Captain Blood and things like that. And I've got a, <laughs> I've got to lower the bar a bit for you blokes to compete. So I just, right. I'll just okay. let it go for a bit longer, hey. No, See, that's, that's I was getting the I was getting the COVID beard going, right? That's why I was that's growing it out. And the thing is, I look like an Afghan terrorist, right? I don't mean that in a racial manner. It's just like, do I can't grow full? You know, I can't do something like Lush and CB or yourself. You know, you look like a caveman there, Michaels. But myself, it gets all patch up here. Goatee wise, no problem, but it's grey. You know it's what I mean? And, the silver you know, fox. It's all grey. Yeah, but CB can guy. rock it. He can rock it. I can't. I can't. Okay. Yeah. Nah, just um, this is my this is my every every winter, I um grow a bit of facial covering because it gets very cold on the sites too. So uh, every little bit helps, mate. But I've got much, not much on top. <laughs> I need a bit more down. Mate, mate. If we're talking about winter covering, mate, if we're going to do a pubic hair conversation, mate, I'll, I'll win this one. <laughs> Trust me. No, I, don't, I haven't shaved the beard yeah. since about December, but uh. Oh, well. Uh, but anyway, the game, eh, guys? What are your uh, thoughts and opinions? Rightio. Well, 
Shall we it's get into it? Fresh, isn't it? It's a bit fresh coming off that. Before we do, everyone who's watching, please make sure. Oh, sorry, before we go, how's this CB? People just blowing smoke up your ass. Uh, CB, the heartbreak kid. My God, come on. Um, you know, before you know, we get stuck in, like, everyone, everyone watching, please make sure you do like, share, tag your, your Richmond friends. We want to try and get as many live viewers in as possible. We're sitting at 89 currently. Let's try and hit that 140, 150 mark. Uh, so, yeah, share and tag away, folks. It's going to be a fun show. Even though we did lose, there's plenty still to talk about. So, CB? I'm like the Brett Sutton of the group who sent all those uh, <laughs> dirty 50-year-old housewives into a frenzy. I'm like him. That's what, that's what I'm like with the group. Jeez. Yeah, Guys, a favour for me personally, if you can also subscribe to I hate watching YouTube channels and they say, can you please like and subscribe? Really important, particularly YouTube, if you can put a bit of a focus on it, mate. If you've got two seconds, alt tab out, go onto our YouTube channel, just hit subscribe. It, it helps. Look, we don't get paid for this, but it helps Michael with the big footy administration. And I said that cleanly. I didn't say anything rude, Michael, so you should be proud of me for that. No, it's very good. Um, yeah, so no, support Sam and it allows us to keep the show going. No, thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, Tiggs Tiggs isn't aware that Michael's you and I take all the money, but that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it there, right? I see. Unlike you, mercenary pricks, you're like the accident of the show. I don't do things for money, mate. I'm a tiger. I do it for the love. For the love. <laughs> <laughs> but right yeah, the game. The game. The game. Look, that's why I got my name. I can't hit a target. Like, I was watching it, and Camden McIntosh, I, I fucking love him. I love him, right? Running at 42% in an AFL game, disposal efficiency for most parts of it, um, it broke my heart. It made me start to weep. My wife's looking at me, my kids are looking at me and going, how come you crying, Dad? And I'm and I'm just going, I re-watched that game today. We should have been, I shit you not, and I was being conservative here too, right? It wasn't like factoring 90% of our points should have been goals. We should have been seven goals up before the fourth quarter even started. That's how dominant we were. Um, but it was just a woeful display. And it wasn't just Camden. It's just he was forefront in my mind because a lot of his play was through the wing and off he would turn it over. But, you know, Shy Bolton, um, Shay Bolton, sorry. Um, Shay Bolton, you know, Martin, players at Edwards, players that normally when they've got the ball on in hand, they're like, they're like Jesus, you know. You can always trust it, you know. And they were just turning it over, willy nilly, spraying the ball. It was just a heartbreak. I I don't want to hear people blame umpires for us losing that game. Um, they had nothing to do with it. We we had that game, and I think at the end of the day, I think, I think a lot of fatigue. The guys have been out away from home for a month, and I think they were pretty cooked uh, by the end of the game. And I think it showed a little bit. I think there was some we, we talk about disposal and things like that, but I think that factored into it. I think because they were fatigued, um, the concentration wasn't quite where it would normally be. And we saw people like when Nick Vloston misses a target like he did, mate, oh. uh, you know, and I'm not being critical of Nick, I'm just saying, you know, there's something going on because he is as reliable as anyone in our team, in disposal-wise. Yeah. So that's kind of how, Michaels, what do you think? Yeah, that was uh, that was a killer, wasn't it? That kick. He had two targets to hit, and he missed it. And <sighs> the other ones as well, and we'll, we'll get to it when we do our uh, learnt like and dislike. But the the Castagna forty five meter left foot snap shot on goal in a pack when he had rewild about twenty five out. I know it's all very instantaneous and uh, probably hard to spot that option, but I just feel like the Richmond of the last couple of years may have hit that target, um, and then even Dusty sort of. That last kick, I know he's probably having a shot and Bolton was probably blocked a little bit, but I just felt we rushed our kicks going forward when we were trying to attack in the last and didn't lower the eyes. But, um, yeah, it was frustrating. I, I agree with you, Tiggs. We should have been up by a lot more, as was our dominance early on. There was a stage where we were up by about 22, and I sent a message to my friends saying, we need that next goal and it, it, get it to 28 and it could be kind of all over. And we had a hit him on the counter attack and we just stuffed a three on one or whatever it was. Yeah. And like that was the moment we could have broken him. Uh, and we just kept him in it long enough. And look, there are good side best coasts over there. And people, you know, a lot of people are sending food that was travel a factor. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but we had it. We, we had the chance to put him away and we just didn't. Uh, and you can't leave yeah. good teams. Yeah. And, and, they, and they, 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 they Tiggs can't hit a target 71. West Coast hit everything. They everything. Got, they, 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 miss. 
They could not miss. They, they could kick they it out. Could it wasn't just goals. It was, you know, under pressure, just kick the ball with your eyes closed and fucking hit someone on the chin. It was that yeah. type of game. That's why, you know, reading the t- Twitter feedback, people going, oh, we, you know, we're not like we were. Um, the team, um, I got sort of scolded saying it wasn't our night. The reason why I meant it what didn't look like it was our night because we're doing things that we don't normally do and it wasn't based on the opposed pressure. It was just based on all us. So all the turnovers, um, you know, the, the, the missing hitting targets on the lead, things that we don't normally do, you know, missing the handball. But with the umpires, I've got to say, after seeing it a second time, they didn't cost us a game now, and I'm pretty, pretty clear of that. But there is there is a West Coast, there is a West Coast uh, noise of affirmation because it was clear, there was clear intent to ping us when we threw the ball. So they'll they'll right on like umpired Richmond perfectly in the sense that. When we threw the ball or we did an illegal disposal, they will ride on it, right? But then you had, like, that shepherd kick guy throwing it one-handed in the back line, not being pinned. That dangerous tackle, which was not a dangerous tackle, I'm yeah. sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't. And, yeah, it was six points. And, in effect, you could draw the long string and say, well, we lost by four, so that's the game. It's not because there was so much play after it. But they, you know, look. I want to talk a bit about my like and dislikes, but I really want to focus on how proud I was of the team. You know, they yeah. you could tell that they had the buy on their mind, right? A lot of these players have got families, have got a mature list. So they've got kids at home, wives at home that they haven't seen, young kids. They've travelled, what is it, 3,000 kilometres in three weeks. We've won two out of three. So that's a plus in that um, we've played informed teams and, and put them away. We're still... People going back, well, West Coast was injured. Well, no, they didn't have their best forward out. They didn't have their best ruck out. And they didn't have a pillar in the back line out. And they didn't have their best midfielder out all at the same time. So structurally, we're always going, people were making light of our injuries. But we're going in there thinking, I have to say, two biggest things for me was Chol. He, if anyone questions his kid's ruck work, that he could become our um, a premier ruckman, hopefully these two weeks have dispelled that. He showed... His tank's issue, and hardly acknowledge that. That's his only issue at the moment, his tank, and obviously learning the game a bit more. And I have to say our defenders. I I was upset we lost, but I was so happy knowing our defenders are there now. They're getting there. That, the amount of balls that they, you know, defended on the line, goals that they saved, how they shared the ball around each other, and how they launched attack after attack after attack was the Richmond of last year and the years before. They finally got to that level. This was the first game that I actually saw Essendon parts of it, but this is the game yet, yet we're back. That back six is right on. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to um I'm looking forward to after the bye. And the last thing is Bolter. Keep your head up, son. He learnt from Kennedy. Kennedy schooled him. Let's just be honest, he absolutely schooled him. But you know, for every every time he got done, do you reckon the next time Kennedy's gonna play him is gonna school him as bad? No, he'll get better for it. Um, so there's a lot of positives. Yeah. I went around, 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 just basically to that point. There was a lot of positives in that game. Michaels, you agree? I agree. I, I felt bad for Bolter. Um, yeah, he did. He got scored big time. But end of the day, our, we weren't just tight enough on him in the midfield in that last quarter. So when you get easy delivery, someone like Kennedy is going to carve you up and he's a, he's a gun player. But... We'll go through the what we learnt, liked and disliked. So all the viewers out there, send through what you liked, disliked and learnt as well. Um, I don't know if I've taken both of your ones for the likes, but I liked Kane Lambert's return. Um, I thought he was – And sorry, fellas. Um, he was sensational. I, I, he just highlighted how much we miss his work rate and his two-way running. And the fact he got on the end of a few goals was really, really nice to see. Uh, I, I learned that our best is still very good, but we just keep having those lapses that we can't afford to keep having. And someone mentioned in the comments that are we still the top four side? Maybe we are, maybe we are. End of the day, we're still only one game from the top four. So let's, you know, see what, how that pans out at the end of the year. But what I disliked was the last 10 minutes. I know that sounds Captain Obvious, but I really want to know if CCJ was still on the ground. And this isn't a pot shot at CCJ directly because it could have been a coaching thing. But the amount of forward thrust we had and we kicked to Jack Rewald, who had three on him, and Barras took about four marks and killed any momentum we had trying to go forward. I just wanted to know where was our second tool to help make that a two-on-one uh, for us or at worst a 2v3 for us, whereas Jack was just getting pinned down by Hearn. 
Barras takes the mark and that ends the forward, forward thrust. And that was a big killer for us in that last quarter. So I really disliked our structure and setup on that front. Yeah. Um, you pretty much stole my notes. So my like again <laughs> was, was Kane Lambert. We'll just remind it again of what he brings to the team in leadership, two-way running. So I won't dwell too much on that because everyone's going to say the same thing. Um, what I learnt was the long road to the finals shouldn't daunt us. We should have won versus Port, and now we should have won versus the Eagles. So we've we've lost two games on the road by a combined to- combined total of six points. So it's not as bad as you think. So the season is far from over as far as um, where we're at. Disliked again, Mox. I disliked the fade out, but the boys were cooked. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated by it, but I'm not angry at all because they gave their all. You can't say you can't say they. Threw the hands up in the air. They they played to the final siren. Unfortunately, it just didn't go our way this time again. Tiggy? Yeah, um, I'm just fixing. I just got my notes done up right. Yeah. So basically, for me, what I learned, what I what I learned was that you, Hardwick showed his cards. What we're going to do in finals and going after the ball, I reckon, in relation to game plan. Um, we had it's the first time I've seen any club do this. So it really gave, impressed me. Surprised me and excited me all at once. It was like um, seeing your dick pics for the first time, CB. It was just all, all, those, all those emotions in one hit. Um, you, need a, you need a bloody uh, microscope for that for the record, Yeah, mate. you do. You do. But, you know, still the impact was there. But what was really <laughs> impressing, impressing me is we've got two game plans all in the one quarter. And he did that multiple times. We'll do a tempo game plan, which is a kicking West Coast Eagles like. And you can see why he's trialling that because that's the only way we're going to play the three calls, right? And, and that goes part to outlining where was CCCJ, Michaels, is because he was trying to – he hasn't got the tank of Lynch and his show, but he was trying to lead up really, really high but couldn't get back in enough in enough time to be that marking marking target. But then what they'll do is they'll get their, comp, um, their defenders of the opposition comfortable in how we're going to move the ball. So they'll, they'll set up, okay, we're going to go – we're going to go try to switch. We're going to go hit, hit up a lead. And then all of a sudden we go bang and we hit. And that's what opened that four-goal burst, particularly Nota Paul in the last quarter. We just like hit a, I think it was 12-minute mark, and it just triggered it. And then we just went bang, 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 bang. And then the Richmond right, and it threw West Coast off for about eight minutes. Um, it's just we didn't switch back to it. And and people saying, and Dennis Cometti, he copped a bit on, on Twitter, actually highlighted it. He said we played arrogant in the sense that, we didn't want to save the game. We still wanted to win it to let this guy know we won it. And that is what we did. And I'm, I was wrapped with that because that, that sort of intention is what's going to win your finals. Um, you don't you don't park the bus. Um, shit teams do that. We don't. So, um, and it was good. It was good. It was, it was a lot of ingenuity in that. Um, and obviously the new rules are playing a part in that. So I'm, I love our coaches. We're going to be great. So that's what I learned. What I liked was probably two things. I really liked Lambeau. Lambeau showed how important he is to the team. His off-the-ball work, his ability to inject himself in the midfield, uh, his ability to eject himself in the, from the you know, half-forward to the midfield and back again, and his overall work rate. And he had showed this aggression, like, I don't give a shit, I'm going for a ping for the goals. Um, he just blew up at the end. Um, but he'll get game fitness into him and, you know, he'll get better for the run. So... That was really pleasing to see. And the other the other part I mentioned, I mentioned Child, but I can CCJ, he as one of the guys said, um, CCJ's proved me wrong. I've never doubted his ability as a forward. I've never once said he's he's not an agile forward, he's a lynch forward. I on record of saying that, but he's not a Ruckman's asshole, right? He's not. Um, and I'll stand by that. And I think he's the way he plays proves that. But but neither is Lynch, right? Um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. But he is starting to lead in the right spots, and he's a, he, he did a couple of good contested marks that before he would drop. So, um, which yeah, which is great. So, I hope he continues going in that graph. Um, hopefully, it's with us, not might be another club, but that's for another show. And what I disliked was our midfield in the last. We got absolutely smashed. Um, I don't know. I think Cochin's half cooked, or maybe Cochin was just. Thinking about Dubai and Cohen and Brook, I don't want to put it all on our captain, but he stepped up in the third. He he changed how we played in that art, and he really led from the front. But I hate to say it, but on the TV you can't see it. Or I'd love some people, someone that was at the game. 
on the comments just to put a little blurb of what they saw a coach and if they were watching him. But he, he was unsighted in the fourth. He, I don't know if he was off the bench heaps. He, he was just unsighted. And when they really tried to got their run going, um, he normally would do something, and I couldn't see him. He no patience as a player. I'm second game there. back. I, I'm I know that. Back. I know that. I know that. But at the end of the, and he, you know, his fitness is improving as well. Um, so I, I give him a lot of excuses here. He'll he'll get better as he gets fit. So that probably just reaffirms that people writing us off now, or even our own supporters thinking we're not the same as last year or the year before. Um, we've got players here that have just come back from injury, but they're still going to get match fit, and they're not there yet. Um, so yeah, that's my like learnt and dislike. Yeah, there's there's a bit to dissect from that game, wasn't there? It was um, yeah. incredibly frustrating, and especially like our efficiency inside fifty was at fifty seven percent. So we're still going okay on that front. We just missed missed those easy chances, didn't we? I think Bolton kicked two out in the full. Rewalt missed an easy one. Um, I didn't watch him as presser, but I think he kind of acknowledged that at least it was things that he felt that we could fix which is all good and well, but we need to make sure we get on top of it after the buy. So with that said, we'll uh, push on to the bloodbath, CB. Right, yeah. So the, the title of this one is probably going to throw a few people off, but it's not aimed at a specific group. The people who, who know, they'll know what I'm talking about. So I call this one um, the Tigers of Old. So Richmond supporters, we're eternally, in, we're eternally rooted to the past. And by the past, I mean we flip out and lose our shit at the slightest bit of adversity, regardless of previous success. In the last week, I've read Lynch should drop 500k off his contract. Trent needs to be moved on, and we're no good. I reckon some people out there need to get away from their keyboard for a bit, if that's what you're thinking. Because we're already witnessing a transition before our eyes of old and new, and no one's really picked up on it media-wise. The old guard of Jack, Trent, Basher, Dave and Cheddar they'll be most likely gone by 2022. Some might be gone by this season's end. We're already now seeing CCJ, RCD, Ross, Naish, Chol, Mansell, Hugo, even still Bolter, come through the ranks and get valuable game time. Bolton, Graham, Baker, Short, George, Nank, Rioli, Arts, Broad, etc. have all got years left in them. So just do yourself a favour and look at the age profile of the list, the list and what is years left to play for our great club. So while I do believe this is the last shot for a couple of blokes for that elusive fourth flag, behind the scenes, we're already paving the way for the future. Sustained, uh, apologies. We are already paving the way for future sustained success. And we've got a very strong draft hand coming up as well. So rather than carry on like an online idiot, how about you appreciate what you have for the now, regardless of the results? Because once the, once these guys finish up, they're not going to be back. Never in our wildest dreams did we ever think we would see a Richmond team achieve what it has in the last four years. So just don't be that online flog. Just be happy because it could be far, far, far worse. There you go. Hold on. Yeah, fair enough. Well said. And there's a lot of support for you in the chat there, CB. It's very good. Uh, Tiggs, before you do yours, just for viewers wanting to ask questions, we're going to take listener questions after Tiggs's den. So make sure you start thinking of what you want to ask us and we'll, we'll fire a few, a few of those off as well. So Tiggs, what, uh, what den have you got for us tonight? Yeah, mine was inspired. Sorry I moved the camera here because for some reason, if it's the other side, it makes my lips look blue, like I've got fucking some blood circulation issue. <laughs> I don't know if it's the lighting. I got that feedback from our kind guys on, on our board, so thanks for that. Um, look, my Tiger Genesty is inspired from one of my good mates, Octavio. I love Octavio. Um, he's a Tiger through and through. He's the type of Tiger, mate, though, that, you know, when you have a loss, regardless of where, what time of the year it is, what position you're on, it's over. That's it. We're, we're done. Because he's, like, my age, you know, high 40s, he's lived through all the shit, and even now we're winning flags and making finals and, he still thinks it's all an illusion, a little part of him, and that deep little demon comes up. So I thought, well, how do I get Oki? How, how do I lift his spirits? And people have written us off, right? They all think, yeah, we're not the Tigers of the same. And if there's any club that from round 14 can win the next nine games in the row, it's the Richmond Football Club. And I've got proof to back this up. In 2017, after the bye, guess what? We won nine. 
in two th- I won't put 2018 in um, 2018 because we won everything, right? It's just stupid. We only lost two games to the year. 2019, guess what, people? We won nine straight after the bye. And, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, but that was 2019. We had injuries, and I think we were outside the eight by around 14 when it happened with the shocking percentage. Well, two games outside the eight. Um, and then in 2020, it's a shortened season, um, but we basically won – we only dropped two games since after the bye. We won six straight, um, not including finals. So so the thing is – so and in 2015, yeah, 2016, Bendel, not 2015, we had nine elimination finals in a row. Do you remember that, where we got done by – where we end up – the last game was against Sydney. 2015 was the elimination final versus North, oh, wasn't it? Uh, and that's no, where we got ripped by that freaking umpire when Edwards caught Cunnington and they yeah. took it down and killed us. Oh, don't, don't do that. Give me, I'll punch the computer. So <laughs> what it is, what it is, and now here we sit, right, and I had a look at a draw. One of the guys on Twitter uh, let me know and goes, hey, you know, we're not going to make top four because the top four that are in there at the moment have really easy draws, right, and we won't be able to max, max up the game. Well, here's a couple of poly, pol- positives. We play... We play, yeah, okay. We play, um, we play two of the top four in our in our little run. Eighteen round eighteen. I don't care if we don't fucking win any game, but that's the game we've got to win, right? Um, but round eighteen, we play Brisbane and we play Geelong on the way through too, right? You got Melbourne who's just coughed up against Collingwood. Some of those, and you've got the other top four. They're all playing against each other twice. If you look at the draw, so we've got an opportunity if we win nine. Um, in a row, it's going to put us on. Someone do quick maths for me. If we win nine, what are we on now? Seven and six. We'll be on sixteen yeah, so wins. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen and. That'll put you on the four. That'll put you in the top four. That will put you on the top four. Everyone's just looking and thinking the top four at the moment going to win every single game that they're going to play. They can't because they're going to be playing each other as well. So oh, look, I'm bullish. I reckon. Look, and then I worked it out, and Dimmer was right. We can win it from outside the four. Um, if we finish fifth, that's what I'm hoping for. You know, I'd love to get top four, but if we can finish fifth, get that home final, right, beat that, I reckon we can win. We easily could beat any of the team in the eight. So, look, we're not out of it by a long shot, but like CB said, we're regenerating as we're building. We've got exciting things happening in the in the immediate short-term future to fix up some of our glaring deficiencies, which I'm excited to share on Thursday. Um yeah, so we're we're right, you know, we're right. You know, it's, you know, it's yeah. funny, Tix. I really wanted that asterisk flag last year, just for the fact that we're like, oh, asterisk flag, blah, 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 right? But reality is that's the hardest flag that's ever been achieved in the history of the yeah. game, right? Yeah. And now I desperately just – I really want to win this from, like, the dogs. I want to win this from seventh or sixth, something insane, and just clip everybody on the way home. Away finals, <laughs> just through the lot, and just – we will end football if we if we win it from sixth or seventh. We will officially kill the game for a lot of people, and I I really want that to happen. Well, that's that. harsh, Paul. That's harsh, mate. That's harsh. You hurt me, no. son. Hey, yeah, hey, just, say this, sorry, sorry. I just want to say this as well as a general footy chat. Collingwood has screwed a lot of shit up the last eight months. It's fair to say, or we'll, we'll say sixteen months. The handling of Nathan Bug, Buckley's exit has been first rate. And Nathan Buckley, um, I was always, I, I've always liked him. Uh, he's gone up a notch in my – for the way he's exited the, the coaching caper, um, I think he's done an outstanding job and very dignified exit from Buckley, I reckon. You know, funny that um, I'd, if I was Buckley, I'd be looking at the players in the eyes. If I was a player for Buckley, and I'm wrapped that they won for him, but there's no way I could look him in the eye because there's no excuse – you could bring that performance to honour him every to leave, week. but you couldn't bring that to performance every week to keep him in the job. I yeah. said the same yeah. thing when I was watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at him going, you pretenders. You absolute fucking pretenders. That would that would um that would shit me to tears if I was Buckley. Historically, oh, Richmond was always the team used to cop that shit. The coach would get sacked yeah. and we'd always be the following game. So it was yeah, good to see yeah, someone yeah. else cop it. <laughs> All right, listeners, start getting your questions ready to send through. Um no, good then there, Tiggs. I There has been a lot of comments come through saying, you know, uh, we're not the same team that we were. We're probably going to struggle to make top four. And we may do struggle to make top four, but 
the next three games are, are completely vital. I think it's St Kilda, Gold Coast and Collingwood. So we have to win those first three back after the bye to give ourselves some momentum, any kind of chance to be a part of the finals. So at least we're still, what, one game and percentage off fourth, but we're also a game ahead of, I think, Frio, who are ninth. So we're still in the mix. Um, and if we're if we're participating in finals from any spot, I think, and we're getting our game up and running and our players back, I think there will be a few teams looking over their shoulder. Um so I do take the point that it's not looking as good as it has in previous years, but I also wouldn't discount us just yet as well. All right, first question. Uh, I'll give this one to UCB from Sam. Hypothetical. We can only hold one of the two, Troll or CCJ. Who are you going to let go and who do we hold? Sammy Perrin, Mr. IDGAF from Big Footy. We want you oh, back, okay. brother. We need some old school. We need some old school back on the board. I can't do it on my own anymore, mate. I need help. For me personally, I'm actually keeping CCJ because Jack's got one year left in him and CCJ's the future. So um, <laughs> as a forward, CCJ's ahead of Chol. Chol is probably ahead of CCJ in Iraq, but we're going to need a key we're going to need a key forward more than we're going to need a ruck moving forward just purely because of nank soldo uh who's the big unit we've got samson ryan so we sort of got ruckman we need that forward space covered so um unfortunately for charlie he's the one that's expendable in my eyes and um that's just how i see it okay to to tack on to that tiggs could troll play on a wing he hasn't got the tank for it. That's just a real, realistic uh, response. But can he in future? Yeah, no doubt. If he builds, his, if he gets an AFL tank, which surprises me because he's an athlete. He looks like an athlete. He doesn't have a tank of one. Um, yeah, it's all going to come down. Can he build this tank? CB, one back for you from Lee. Where is George at? Yes, he works hard, but no tackles and he's been making some stupid decisions. You know what? Like We actually had feedback... A couple of our viewers didn't want this to be a George bashing session, so I won't bash him. All I'll say is if I was in team selection um, right now, I would probably play a couple of others ahead of playing George. But as we know, Richmond's a system-based team. He keeps getting a game, so clearly he's ticking some boxes for the coaching staff to keep selecting him. But uh, me personally, for his form at the moment, he needs to go back to the resis and um, kick some ass, get some form back and then come back in. But that's just how I see it. I know this topic's come up before. Uh, Tiggs, Basher the Warrior is nearing the end. Is this his last year? Oh, based on, look, he's done some really good things. He did some really good things during that game as well. Um, but Father Time catches everyone. Um, it, if, he, if he's the type of guy that will be happy to play reduced games, and mentor the young kids, um, maybe via the VFL or as, you know, when he's not playing in the seniors, he's being like a uh, mini coach um, during training and stuff and just not playing, then, you know, I could see him go probably another year because um, we do rate him as a person. He's a culture driver. Um, he's, he's one of the things I've heard, he's one of those players that the younger guys, he will go out of his way to look after. Um, particularly when they first join the club, you know, even two, three years in, he's um, he's like, I don't want to use the word, but it's the only thing I can sort of describe it. He's like the priest of the club, you know, the father figure that people go to and, yeah, so that's really important. Um, and the club I do know recognises that. So he might, uh, yeah, but I can't see him playing 22 games next year or in the future. I think this would be his last big hurrah. Maybe one more year. Maybe one more year. Fair enough. Uh, CB, the million-dollar question. Any way of playing Nank, Troll, Jack, Lynch and CCJ in the one side once all fully fit? No, no. Richmond, and we've discussed it before, Richmond's best system is when we play two rucks, two <coughs> key forwards, two key backs. So, unfortunately, one of those has to go. And for mine, I think Chol has to go. I would move Jack to a half-forward flank and let Jack get up the ground and use his creative smarts because he's the best, one of the best kicks in the team still. So I would play Lynch and CCJ as your two key forwards. Jack, half forward, playing high. And then you've got um, Nank rucking and then you can rotate CCJ through the ruck to give him a chop out. So 
Just the how Seamus lose their defensive post when Dave Ashbury comes back in. It leaves out two key defensive posts sorted as well, Dave and Bolter. And then Brody and Grimes and everybody else can work around that system. Is how I see it. Great answer. My feedback, if I can just pop on with that one too, is Nan, Child, Jack and Lintz are all different from each other. CCJ and Lynch play exactly the same way, right? Lynch just does it better. So I'm a bit different from CCD. For me, for me, CC, um, CCJ one is the one that will go out, and Nank, Child, Jack, and Lynch are the ones that will stay. While we're, on that, while we're on that sort of <laughs> topic, Tiggs, who drops out for Lynch, Prestia, Asprey, and Nank when they come back in? Yeah, great question. Look, um, even if I, because what I've just said, I will persist with the experiment of having Lynch and CCCJ working side by side and playing um, Jack high up the ground. They're both lead out forwards, but so is Kennedy and Darling, right? So we could basically stumble onto something here if we can have them. As long as they don't hit in each other's lane, um, it could be a really powerful combination because one thing both boys will do is bring the ball to ground and then our small should be able to feed off that, right? So we'll be able to get a blend of improving the old game plan, but, you know, trying something new if we do decide to go the chip-chip kick. So I'd keep I'd keep CCJ in. Caddy, I think he's played his last game for Richmond. If we don't play him as a medium forward or treat him as a small, he's too slow on the wing, particularly on the bigger grounds. He showed that again. Uh, it must be doing his fucking head in. It, you could see he just, got, he just, yeah, he needs to play in the forward line else. We have to trade him or delist him. Um, we're not getting no value for him. Um Sorry, you just dropped that question that I was looking at. Um, can you pop that question oh, back up, Michael? Sorry. Oh, shit. I'm going to go back and find it. Uh, you so, find it. So, it was, it was Caddy. It was uh, Rioli. Rioli should be out. Okay. All right. Who drops out so, for Lynch, Prestia, Asprey, and Nank? All right. So, for Lynch, basically what I'll do is I will drop, I will drop, pick a small that's not performing. Um, say, George, get him out. So George, um, CCJ would take George's spot. Uh, sorry, Lynch would take George's spot type of thing. So it would be Lynch, CCJ, and, um, and Jack in the forward line. Prestia, um, he comes in straight off the back. I'll just I'll just freaking find a spot for him. Asprey will only come in if it depends on the oppo we play. If there's two, we missed him last night. But if we don't come up a side that has two monsters, leave him out, and then Nant comes in. Um, and, yeah, I would say goodbye to Rioli. I would say goodbye to – Rioli's not done enough. I'm sorry, George. Goodbye to George. He hasn't done enough. Caddy's gone. Um, and I would, yeah, I would just get rid of those three and just plop Lynch, Pressure, Asprey – I'm sorry, Lynch, Pressure, Nank as locks and Asprey, depending on Oppo. All right. Uh, CB, what do you think of the surface at Optus for night games? It's an interesting question. I like it. Yeah, um – I mean, you could say you could argue the same up north. Whatever it gets, it gets greasy at night time. Becomes like a wet weather game. Don't know. You saw, we saw the game played in uh, Northern Territory. It was like a wet weather game, and then it became a wet weather game. But the ball was sliding everywhere. I think the surface is fine. It's a winter sport. Um, it is what it is. When you're playing winter, mate, you're playing all conditions. So um, unless the surface is that bad, that players are really injuring themselves, I think play on's a call. If it's a bit greasy, so be it. That's what I think. Just play. Fair enough. Uh, and the last question we'll send through for you, Tiggs. Will Matthew Parker <coughs> get a game? And if so, when? Oh, I don't know. I don't know when you would get a game. But one, I know one player that needs to get a game is Ben Miller. Um, he needs to get a fucking game. Um, why he didn't play last, last night, I have no idea. But he needs he needs to play. Um, even over Asprey. But, yeah, Matthew Parker, no. I, I see him, actually, I see him coming in. How do we smart with this? He's going <coughs> to – he's more match fit, funny enough, than um, our other injured blokes, right? So I, I could see him bringing him in for a couple of – I wouldn't be surprised if he's picked next time we play. I think we're playing against the Suns or – uh, we've got St Kilda next up. Yeah, we've got St Kilda next game. What are the odds? Yeah, oh, that'd yeah. Be awesome, I wouldn't be surprised it? if he puts yeah. him against the Saints, right? To give you know, you're playing against your old side, get that out of the he way. He will go hard that game. He will. He go would hard go hard, and and then you'll see him for a month because at the moment, even though it appears that we're under pressure, we're not. It's not danger sign. We, I reckon, believe if we go back to the top four, 
Hardwick's gone, fuck it. We're going to make finals, just have fun. We'll do damage when we get into finals, regardless of where we sit. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play against the Saints. But he'll get a block a game. So I'm sure he will leading up to finals to see if he's going to cement himself in the final 22 for the when we do the final run. Yeah, that's, that's a good call, the St Kilda game. I would love to see that. I'm not sure St Kilda players would love to see that because they'll know <laughs> what's coming at him. I'm going to do it early for Trailman Tiger. Early prediction, I'm starting it off at 46 points. <laughs> I've got two weeks to work it up. But I guess St Kilda, gee. I thought you were going to brutalise it. We're going to brutalise it. We're going to brain as you're right. Yeah, we'll, well fucking, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brutalised, trust me. We'll touch on that quickly before we finish up because it's a a big block of games coming up after the bye. And notoriously, we kind of start our run, don't we, at this stage of the year. And I think someone wrote before, it's big boy month. And it feels like even though we have lost to a lot of the top four and six teams, and that is true, we can't hide away from that, our draw does open up a bit, doesn't it, fellas? So St Kilda, Gold Coast, Collingwood, the first three games. Now, the, the one that worries me... Collingwood with the new coach factor, that always plays a bit of a part. But um, pound for pounds, the, the way the two teams are playing, you'd like to think we'd, we'd get it done. Gold Coast can be anything, but we've got to get it kick-started against the Saints. But in saying that, it shits me to tears when you get people saying, oh, we, we haven't beaten any top eight sides. Hold the fuck a minute. We haven't played them with a full midfield. They got us when it was a perfect time to get Richmond. When, we had, 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 when they've been relatively healthy... And we've been smashed with injuries all in one area of the ground. So I'm so excited for the rematch. We're going to have two, which is Brisbane and the Cats. But you're right, Michaels. We'll, I think we'll go in with a, a hungry streak to start slamming into sides. And, um, yeah, we're going to take a fair few scouts. Just pray to the footy guys we get no injuries. We don't need any more. We've had our run. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I know you just said, and you're right, that we haven't had a full – array of midfielders when playing those teams. But how worried do we start to become about the bodies of Prestier and Cochran holding up when we're trying to make a run for finals? Are we going to struggle to get the continuity in that particular area of the ground? Well, Prestier was only Prestier was only a um, – he didn't do his hammy. I reckon he pushed under sharp. If, if, if we were going to a final, I would have been, would have been a real curious to see if he would have played or not. But I think they just rolled the dice and said, look, got the buy coming up, get him right. They'll manage him. Um, I don't. I have more concerns on Trent's body than I do Dion's at the moment. But I think with we've got the best medical team in the league. I think uh, I think we'll be okay. And the I thing is with Prestia too is I think they've identified. From what I do know, and I know this is a fact. Um, he spent this weekend. Um, the weekend leading up to the game, just doing endurance running, 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 repeat running, 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 repeat, all that type of work because um, because that's to prevent injury. Like if you had to just play another game doing impact running and stuff, you could have easily picked a hamstring without, you know, you can when you're doing a training, you can do the running loads like a game. Um, and he's one of those players that plays to his optimum level regardless of how his skills, because he's not very skillful, he's just a get-the-ball-forward type midfielder. That's why we love him, um, and he's good with his hands. That comes back pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, but like Octavio said, look, Oki, you've got a question. GWS free hour away is tough. I actually don't think so. You know what's the blessing, people? Richmond's always notoriously been a shit travelling side. We always have been. Let's just be real. Not now. We've won more games away than we have at home. You know, we, we've, I mean, we've won more games being forced out than... So even when we're in bad form at, at the MCG, we went away, we won, bang, bang. So I think we've gone over the travel bike. I think the players believe they're a travelling side. They love travelling. So, no, Freo and GWS won't have an open hell. It's the Brisbane and Geelong game, I reckon, CB, they're the big ones as well. I mean, they're all big, going to be big games, but after that first block of three, Brisbane, I think, is going to beat the G, all things permitting, um, and then Geelong, they're probably our two next big games we have to get over. I, you know what? Four-week blocks, don't even think that far ahead, mate. We've got yeah. three games coming up. Let's just clip clip them hard, and then we'll see how the pieces fall after that, you know? Um, so what, are, what are our next three games? It'd be interesting to what people think on chat. If I, I'll tell you who our three um, we've said it, games we, are. We've already said it. St Kilda, we, Gold Coast, and Collingwood. I didn't know you were 100%, but all right. So what do you, I reckon we're going to go three and oh. Yeah, we have, to, we, we have to. I don't think yeah. I don't think we have much choice. If, if we want a sneaky crack at top four, we have to. If we want to make sure 
we can stay in the eight at a minimum, we still have to because uh, the team's outside of breathing down our neck. So, do, bank do you the really give a shit, mate? Like, if we finish fifth and get the final at the MCG, do you really care? No, I think we can still cause damage from there. And I think the players believe that too. But it's just nice to have that cushion, I suppose. But, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting. Who are we tipping for the this week against the bye? How do you think we'll go? Well, the bye has got form, hasn't she? The bye yeah. has <laughs> form. No, it's, uh, it's, the boys have a well-deserved break. Um, hopefully they all rest up. Hopefully we, they can all get back to Melbourne with their family and friends and we can get out of some more restrictions and we can get some crowds back at the G. Uh, we've obviously got our trade new show coming up on Thursday night, everyone, with Tig. So... Now, a lot of people message me asking, oh, what's he said? What's he said? He hasn't told me shit. So he's given me a brief yeah. rundown. He's keeping me, you know, out of the loop, which is fine. So it's a surprise for all of us when we watch it. Um, <coughs> so make sure everyone's tuning in 8.30 on Thursday night. We'll, we'll take live questions as well. You can comment about his blue lips. You can call him Danny DeVito, whatever you want. We'll pop it all up there. And uh, that should be oh, a, a really Tix. interesting show. I was so excited because you told me that we we're going to get Daniel Jackson back. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a lot. I was so excited when said that. But like, you know what? I didn't say anything. But Matty Richardson, mate, he's fucking coming in for two seasons on a million a year, and he's going to – no, but seriously, guys, I'm going to be telling you stuff that I know is 100% factual, right, so that I've sorted through the bullshit, the smoke screens, and I go, okay, this thing has weight. They send what you just got to – if you're going to watch Thursday's show – if I mention if I mention a name of one of your favourite players that I don't think is going to be at the club, don't personally attack me. No, don't do think it. it's I. I personally hate the person, or I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. Um, but I can promise you this: um, anyone, any name that I bring up, will 100% break in the media. And if it's not this off season, it'll be next season. But I'll leave you guys with something before we exit the show. Just sort of just, if I was you, just go back to. The last year, and I mentioned when we were getting close to the off season, and I said, I said to Michaels, I said, you know, we'll probably have a quiet off season this year, but next year, be prepared, we might lose a favourite son, but bring in a couple of, fix a couple of needs, and also go to the draft. And I think my prediction back then is going to come true this this time, um, because everything that I've been told way down back then is sort of coming coming to pass now, and. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. It's it's going to be one of those off seasons that might not look sexy, but will set us up for the next eight years. That's pretty exciting. And the thing, and we'll say this again on Thursday, but just worth noting that if unless he says otherwise, if a name's mentioned, it's interest that we're showing, not necessarily like Tiggs might name five players. It doesn't mean all five are coming to us. So don't get carried away when you hear names unless Tiggs states otherwise, like he did with Tom Lynch a couple of years before it yeah. happened. So. If we get a nugget there, that'd be pretty handy. But um, not looking forward to that one. And just on trade news, seriously, this Bolton shit in the media, don't oh. bite to it. Don't, don't play into it. I did a bloodbath a month ago. It gave you the dates and the timelines of what Ralph Carr has said. All of, this is 101 Ralph Carr school, right? So all of a sudden, oh, Adrian Dodoro's in it. Well, who friggin' wouldn't be into shy? into Bolton. Like, come on. So yeah. don't buy into it. Don't respond to it. It's just bullshit. It is just playing out like they said back in March how it would play out. There's no impasse or anything. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. It's two years. Trust me, two years he'll sign for. He'll be on around about 500-ish, which people think, oh, why is that so low? It, yeah, he will be because he knows at the end of those two years he'll be getting dusty like contract offers from other clubs. Um, and if we win another flag, um, I even still think in 24 months he might not go. Um, but I don't know if they would or he won't. Anyone that tells you different is lying to you. But I do know that, um, and I'm far to say it's a lock, he's, he's, he's going to stay with us and it's going to be for two years. That's what we want to hear. Uh, Joanne, yes, the trade show will be live Thursday night this week at 8.30. So you'll be able to watch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, Twitch, whatever whatever platform you choose. So we will be going live. So, But with that, was there anything else you wanted to add, Jens? I know we haven't got a game. Yeah, just a pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. Tom, Tom Morris, Tom Brown, um, Johnny Ralph. Make sure you change your name in chat because it's going to be embarrassing when you, <laughs> you know, when you log on. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there'll be people watching this one for sure. Uh, CB, anything else from you, mate? 
No, look, like I said earlier, everybody stay safe. Be nice to each yeah. other. Be kind to each other. There's a lot of Karens and wannabe Karens and all sorts of shit going on out there. Just be nice. Be cool. Everybody, we will get through this. Just be nice to each yeah. other and love each other. That's all I'll you say. You know, like my little bit is like CB's blood bath. Just enjoy it. Like we, our, our, our bar's lifted to not just being happy making finals, but are we going to win the big dance? Like it's should be a fight complete. We win the flag. That's in, just sit back and get present to that. You, you know, and think of how you felt five years ago in 2015 or whatever it was, 2013, 14, 15. You know, we're fucking hoping we win one final or just make finals. Now look where we're sitting. So, yeah, how Mate, good is it? That St Kilda loss, that brought back a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder from me. Like, that was very – that loss was very <coughs> rich, wasn't it, that um, St Kilda loss? It, yeah, it was, yeah. But no, you, you're right. We're all going to keep – perspective and just enjoy enjoy the journey as bill just uh wrote don't post angry we're all we're all in it for the same reason because we love the tigers and that's what makes us uh, a unique bunch of people so that's why we'll keep right. keep doing the show for you so until next time everyone enjoy a weekend without footy we can all relax and watch other teams get shit on hopefully uh, hopefully we get a few results go our way and we will reconvene on monday for a weekly show jc should be back for that one love you Chelsea. Night, love you yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. you're Mick's got an important point that does not include be nice to Essendon supporters. You just, you know. No, slap them. Slap continue them to, all Carlton to. supporters, all Carlton supporters, make sure you give it to them when they lose again. You know, we can smell what they're cooking, you know. So uh, right. Thursday night, no make sure you're tuning in Thursday night. Let's try and get record numbers. Uh, let's blow it out the park. Trade news. Tiggs has got good mail. Tag all your friends. Make sure you let everyone know to tune in. I'm going to create an event on Facebook. Uh, let's pack the, the live feed. He's got the good oil and uh, it should be a bit of fun. We'll take some questions along the way. So stay safe, everyone, and we'll speak and to you all on Thursday. In the, Go the Mighty Dragon Roosters. In the show, please participate, right? Because I've obviously literally got 20 minutes of content, right, with me talking. The rest of it, just answer me questions. That, that is flat out bullshit. You can talk longer than 20 minutes and we all know. Oh, That's yeah, okay. <laughs> but I don't want to stretch it out. I really want. Oh, okay, okay. We're all about the supporters, aren't we? So the supporters, yeah. involved. just give it to Get us. Involved. And CB, we will see your delicious-looking beard on Monday. Oh, oh, on. You're not going to oh, be joining you, Thursday, CB. Are you joining us? No, oh, he's, he's out. He's out. Ah. <laughs> All right, have, guys. A good night. have a good night, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll speak to you all yeah. on Thursday. Ciao.